You're I'm LJ. What's cracking, y'all? It's Stevie Nicks. And we're Nick fans. And, and welcome, welcome to Nicks Anonymous. Anonymous. Myself, and I think we see Willis coming out. Fast break to Walt Frazier. Frazier then slows it down. It's picked up by Jerry West at the top of the post. Three. The New York Knicks. Here's David Stern with the announcement. pick, select Patrick Ewing. Bernard looking for 50. Welcome back to another episode of Nick Synonymous Episode <laughs> 69 Episode 69, ladies and gentlemen That awkward number that makes everybody feel uncomfortable You dirty-minded people I don't feel awkward at all <laughs> <laughs> So you're just a dirty-minded person I guess You wanna go there But that's, that's not that kind of show You are not alone <laughs> Welcome back, everybody Another great episode We got some good stuff going on in the building but something very more exciting than this very episode itself, we have our very own special guest. Yep, our very first guest here on Nick's Anonymous. And who is that guest, you may ask? He is the one, the only, my old brother, the grasshopper himself, Eddie. Eddie! Yay! Thanks, Nick's Anonymous. Thanks for the invite. I'm happy to be here. Very excited. We got a lot to talk about. And um, yeah, summer league, everything, everything. I'm just, I'm rambling right now. I'm nervous. Very, it's my first <laughs> podcast, bro. I don't know what to do. Holding the mic yo, crazy, listen, man. Yo, weird. yo, <laughs> excellent having you on the show, my brother. And um, yeah, I can't wait. He has a lot to say. He has a lot we, to we, say. We, we, man. We've discussed what we were talking, what we're going to talk about today in the background. Yo, don't be nervous, my guy. Nick's anonymous is here for you and you alone, and we are also the people's voice, and we are. Nothing without the people. Booyah. You're always on point, Stevie. I like you. Sometimes. Every now and again, I mess up. First thing first. perfect. Yeah, as if you was about to forget the social media stuff. Go. Hit him with it. Actually, I was not. Um, Follow us on Instagram at Nick's Um, You can find us on platforms such as Amazon Music, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Breaker. Or if worse comes to worse, you could always Google us. You already know how we do, man. We're not going to do a lot of mumbling today. We're going to get down to business because it's either a good day or a bad day for you in New York, depending how you see everything. So the first thing we're going to start with is free agency. Um, a lot happened. A lot happened in free agency. A lot of good things Um, to, I would say, most Nick fans would agree, right? Three and bad. I mean, three good, bad things. Sorry. Three good three things. Good I'm things. sorry. And um, there's, there's also an other side of the coin that kind of disagrees with it. Um. I don't think they morally disagree. Well, before I even get there, how do you, how do you, let's start with Eddie, man. Yo, how do you, how do you, how do you feel about this free agency? Yeah, as far as the Brunson signing, let's start with that. All right, so I'm going to pose an interesting question. Okay. Was Whoa, there, our first question. Whoa. Was, <laughs> was there a better point guard available? Um. Was there a better point guard available? We didn't get Murray. Um, I would said Murray would have been our best chance. Kyrie's out there, so for us, I'd say no. If I was being honest, I think we got personally best, speaking. I think we got best available option for the team. Now remember, Murray was not a free agent. He was a trade. He was a trade. That's correct. So he wasn't really available. That is correct. Now, you know. Who were the other free agent guards? I wasn't really because I I didn't really check because I already knew which which way they were gonna go. Like I already knew Jalen Brunson was gonna be exactly like that the guy. only other guards everybody was talking about was trades. I don't yeah. even know any other free agent point guards. Um, Garland was a free agent, but there was no way in hell we were getting that man. Garland from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh no, he's a staple. He's a cornerstone for that. Shout out franchise. to him, man. He got he's a rookie. Yeah. He got the bag. He got the bag. Five year extension, hundred ninety three million dollars. Absolutely. Congratulations, Congratulations, man. For real. Get but yeah, money. let let look look at that for example. 
The Knicks only paid a hundred mil, a hundred, one hundred and four. Yes. For four years, right? Yes. Um, for almost as close to Garland as you could get, you can say. I'm not gonna say he's. I mean, he could be better. He went further than him. Well, all right. This this gentleman, Mr. Brunson, was Luka Doncic's backup, and his team did not slow down when he came into the playoffs. When you know when Luka was hurt, yeah, and Brunson was playing. They, their team was just as good as when Luca was in. Okay, perfect. Wait, wait. So before we even get more into that, Stevie, what do you what do you think about this this signing? I like it personally. I do. I like the money. Wait, wait. Don't even get to the money. Uh, just, I I, ha- I kind of have to because that's my only problem with the deal. Basket- I, feel like, I feel like that's mostly everybody. Yeah, exactly. Problem. That's what, that's why I brought it up too. That was mostly everybody's complaint, and a lot of douchebags are saying he's not going to fit basketball wise. Yeah. I yeah, that's out. That's out there. Yeah. But, um, I know. I um I like it basketball wise. It makes sense. Um, like Eddie said, he showed up when he needed to postseason. Luca wasn't there. Um, would saying he was lights out be an overstatement? Personally speaking, um, I, I don't, don't think so. I don't bro. think so. He dropped thirty a bunch of times, forty a bunch of times. He got that killer instinct, man. Like you know, he that's what we need. We haven't had a point guard who could do that. Consistently, we had Rose twice. Uh, he's still on the second run, but it, we all know Derrick Rose will show up and show out, and then the show's over. <laughs> Can't have said it better myself. Show out, <laughs> show up, show over. That's crazy. Yo, quote that, tattoo it, shirt it, merge it. Actually, don't merge it. We merged it first. I don't want to hear it. I was gonna say put it on Twitter, but since you say that now, you can put we'll, it. On no, 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 no. We'll keep that off Twitter. Okay, we'll keep. <laughs> no, that's it. Keep it to mind. So if you if you know, you know. If you watch this episode, so um, what I think about the signing, um, yeah, I'm I'm down for the signing, man. Um, the money, right? I, the money, yeah. The money, right? So, but like, let, let me put it into perspective real quick. I was about to put it, um, but I want to hear your opinion first. Um, it's the money for me. That's the only thing. That's the only problem I had. Just to keep but it short. It, just to keep it short. But and sweet. is it really? A problem though, because if you look at other point guarded contracts in the league right now, he is like right in the middle. Yeah, he didn't get. He's like he's ranked forty third overall in the league, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so like we, it looks on paper when you look at it, you know, it looks it's big. It's a mid level contract in this day and age. But is a mid in this day and age? It's just twenty five. I mean, twenty. Was it twenty? It's four years, one hundred and four. Okay. My yeah, my problem was also the investment. Like the the four years, that's what kind of got me as well. I was kind of no, cool that, that, that. kind of worried with me. But I mean, I, I'm that, cool with that. He's in his prime. That's like PTSD, though. That's just me, you know, personally. So, Eddie, do, do you agree with me? Like with well, the contract status, like did we did we really overpay? Or so let's do some math, right? Let's look at the top guy right now, okay. Jokic. Yes, he got I think two sixty seven. Mm-hmm. Bro, this man got paid a quarter billy to play basketball. And then he has another contract coming after this. So, he got paid less than half of the top guy. The top guy got paid $160 million more. So, wow. if you consider that, this is like a lower, lower mid-level contract. Okay, okay. With a record extension, two hundred sixty-four million super max. Excuse me. 20, right. Yeah, two hundred sixty-four max super max. A super max contract. So now he's a two-time MVP. Facts. Back to back. That's so what I'm saying. Let's make a comparison now. According in our in our own camp, right? Okay. Julius Randle got what one seventeen. No shit. Something I might like have to that. <laughs> Bless you. God damn it. It was Sorry. something along those lines. Now. Me just thinking basketball-wise, a point guard... As you should be. Right. A point guard... Well, no. We, we talk about money, and now we're talking about going from money oh, to basketball. Oh, okay. So you switch gears. I yeah, like this. switching gears. Okay, we so went from money, now we're going to basketball. My boy turned into a mountain bike. So now, Randall making like $15 million more than him, but Brunson, in my opinion, is going to bring more to the table. So he's worth for what we paid for. Absolutely. And do and you then, think? do you think we overpaid him? Like, do you think that is an overpayment? No, that again, he's gonna bring more to the table based on what he's worth compared to what Randall's doing. He's gonna make everybody else around him better, as far as effective ball movement. You know, he can he can go to the basket. He can. He's not like Alfred Payton, where you you let him go to the basket, 
there's a 50 50 shot he's gonna miss a layup that's true this no, guy see, though, I, I, I kind of like Alfred Payton, not for nothing. I'm not saying he was the best, but... No, I liked him, too. He was too. pretty chill. It's ever, ever, even when he had his crazy haircut, I was always a fan. The crazy haircut. But, Steve, we were talking about Brunson's efficiency, remember? Oh, yeah, that's what I love about him. I love his efficiency, bro. He doesn't... He. I've said it many times. He is not a guy who's going to take a bad shot. And if he does, it's rare. I'll give him maybe one every other game. So his IQ, his IQ is up there. Very much, very much. And, and honestly, that's what the Knicks really needed. And, and like, la- wait, wait, last episode, I think you said that he, he may need to get his assist up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like, what was it? I think he averaged like three or four. Three or four? You said yeah. he wanted to average, what, six? Yeah, give me six, man. We gave you a, we gave you a huge rage, bro. Give me six assists. The points is cool. The points are cool. You can keep the points. Points can so, stay, the rebounds can stay. Just give me six assists. Some, and, and, and hit your threes at the same time. Maybe raise your percentage two percent since we gave you There's that. There's always raise. room for improvement. Always. Yeah, always, bro. Always. You keep improving, or because remember, we're getting him in his prime. The four years that you asked about, nah, we we didn't cross the line with that. That's his prime years. Like when his contract is up, he'll be what 29, 30 years old. That's when he'll be most likely be at his best. So, um, do you think he's the guy? Let's start with that question. Let's move As far as what, like the number one, the guy, the guy? The guy, the guy. No. That's going to be RJ. At least I'm hoping that's what he develops into. If no, not, I mean, like, do you mean, do you, do, do you think that... At the Brun- point guard, Brunson yes. That's is, what you mean. At the yes. point guard, yes. Do we need more? As far as the point guard position? As far as, like, because now, because New Yorkers like to overreact and over, uh, what's the word, overappreciate, I guess, like over... Over, uh, you know, over the, just over the top, man. Over-analyzing. So, yeah, so people would say Brunson, people see Brunson as the signing as that guy that's going to take us to the finals. Is Brunson that guy? No, he's a step in the right direction, though. I mean, how who, far? I mean, who knows, bro? You never, what, what, what if he blows up next year and goes beyond our expectations? It's possible, you never know. But, um, nah, we still need pieces. I don't know exactly what because we, we actually have a deep team. But if you're asking me, does he up our win total? I believe so. Eddie, what you? How do you? How do you feel about him? How do you? How do you I'm feel about gonna this? go full Knicks fan on this one. Yeah, go ahead. I lose my mind on this one. We already have the pieces we need to win. That's my opinion. So I'm asking the right question here. Yes. So, all right. So, all right. When people think about the guy, they always say, "Oh, we need the guy," and they always make like. This godlike figure who's going to add 40 points, you know, 10 rebounds, 3 points from everywhere, never going to miss. That's not always the piece. If you if you think about today's NBA, the guy, who would you say the guy would be? Like like well, the Damian Lillards, the Kyrie Irvings, the no, LeBron no. Jameses, you know that, what I mean? That's what I'm saying. We have our guys. We our, The thing is, we have a lot of good basketball players who are going to become great with time. That's my opinion. R.J. Barrett is a killer. Yeah, due to the fact that like eighty percent of our team is like under the age of twenty one. This is what I'm saying. We just need time. (laughs) But what people fail to understand is the piece is not always the greatest player. It's the piece that we need. Like Marcus Smart. I don't think he's there. All right. So like Chris Paul. Chris Paul is mummy. He's old, but he can still play. He's not gonna give you his best every game. He might even play every game, but he's the guy that comes in, motivates the players, keeps the team together, gets the ball moving, sets up the plays, and he gets the best players to a higher level. That definitely describes Marcus Smart. (laughs) His entire game. He makes the craziest passes that upsets me. He was in the finals. He was. And defensive player of the year. But not the best pass. He's no Chris Paul, though, bro. Let's be real here. He's no Chris Paul. No, no, no. No disrespect to Chris Paul. But... Like, but it's you, funny because what you described is literally Marcus Smart. No, not Marcus Smart. All right, I'm going to flip it on you. You know who I described on that Boston team is Al Horford. Al Horford. Al Horford was the peak because they didn't have him. Basel Maguera. When Al, Horford, <laughs> when Al Horford came back, he brought the veteran presence. He brought the fight. He brought the energy. And he did all the things that other guys weren't doing. That dunk on, I don't know who he dunked on. 
Oh, that, that was Giannis. I he dunked on Giannis. Yeah, yeah, disrespect. Yo, he, dis, he disrespected his entire existence. Giannis, he very, very badly. Yeah. Res- respect your elders, Giannis. Yeah. Respect your elders. He he dunked on Horford and stared him down. That, yeah, that was. And then you saw Horford's face. He said, "Boss, let me get her." He thought he was 25 again. He gave him the business. Yeah, I know he felt that. He caught a cramp. I know oh, he did. God. No, but in the that, locker room, he probably he probably put so much ice, ice on bath, his knees. Ice bath, halftime. Jesus. But back to Brunson. I believe he's going to be that guy. So the guy is not necessarily the, the guy that everybody wants, but it's the guy that you need. Okay. The guy that's going to feed, simultaneously feed Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett and keep all the young guys involved. As far as backups, Deuce McBride. Okay. Watch out for that kid. Deuce McBride is built like a house. He's smart. And remember, last summer league, we had like 15 assists, 12 assists a game. That's a fact. Uh, well, yeah. no, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. He wait, had wait. a few games where he did that, but he didn't average that. But still, point, point made. Whoa, whoa. Let's wait. Summer league is coming. Let's take on this free agency tip right now. So, I'm liking the points. I'm, I'm liking the points. This is all good information, to be honest. All great information. And I'm also going to agree with both of you, to be honest with you. Um... He is that guy, and he is also not that guy. He is the piece. I feel like the, the compromise we could all make here is that he's definitely a piece that we've been missing for quite some time. And is an actual true point guard. You know what I mean? He definitely fits the point guard description. You could say, if you want to make the comparison, we, he you can definitely say he's like Kemba in his prime, just kind of just better and stronger. You know what I mean? So um, I think we got the right guy as a, for the point guard spot. Um, we definitely have, like you said, Big McBride. We definitely have a, a depth to go for days at this point because everybody in the team could play at this point. Um, another free agency signed um, was our boy. What's his name? Isaiah Hartenstein. Isaiah Hartenstein to a two years, $16 million deal. Modest deal. That's a modest deal. He came from the LA Clippers and he is a center. Most likely going to be the backup. I like thoughts? it. What are your thoughts, Stevie? I like it. Um, I from what I see, he's not a starting center. So, you know, he's obviously gonna be Mitch's backup. Well definitely not for two years, sixteen million. Well, yeah. If he was a starter, that's a steal. Exactly. <laughs> um He could be a steal regardless. Yeah, exactly. I that's what he, I'm hearing. I think he is a steal. I honestly do. He runs the floor well, he stretches the floor, which is what we need. Hashtag big to for our, a big man. Hashtag to our private uh troll, uh Mike Mike T V. Yeah, says, Mike said he's gonna be a star. He says this is our best player. I disagree. He did say he Ty- almost had me for a second. He said Taj Gibson was the goat. I believe that though. <laughs> he, did, he said I, I follow that movement for sure. But um, nah, Hartstein is great. He's a great signing in my opinion. He might be a steal. He's gonna be a good backup. Very productive. Another smart player who doesn't take bad shots. He's a good passer. Um, decent. He's not as good of a defender as Mitchell Robinson, but who is? My opinion. <laughs> but, I agree. Um, I mean, yo, Mitch is Mitch is a great presence. He's not as good as Noel neither. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna miss Nerlens Noel. But what he has in common with Noel is with him in the game, our defense won't miss a beat. And not even like one? Nah, not at all. I don't think so. And one thing he has over Mitch, he has more of an offensive game and he could give us a few buckets and he could create, he he is, could create his own shot a little he, something. He is indeed something we have been stressing we needed for quite some time we actually thought we would rather get rid of mitch for a stretch five but not only did we not get a stretch five i want to we also man. kept mitchell robinson but we're gonna we're gonna stay in hell on heart harkinson for a second or harkenstein 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 i'm not sure i'm sorry new new family members bro new family new family we got i get your name bro i got you okay so if you're looking at our stats from last year, my boy shot uh, 47% from the three-point line. Yeah, but he didn't shoot a lot of threes. But I still, don't want him to. That he's shows just, he can shoot a little something. I'll take it. He's more, for that backup squad, he's more of like a, a uh, what's the word? Offensive uh, rebound, put-back guy, a hook shot every now and then. Yeah, and also like a decoy because he could pick, and then not only he doesn't have to roll, he could literally just pick and pop. Yeah, mid range. You know what I mean? So go ahead, Eddie. What you, what you what you what you feel about this guy? Okay, so I just want to point out the genius of Leon Rose. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we he was got getting, he was getting a lot of hate. Oh, listen, I, I love the fact that he's stone cold. Like, especially as a New Yorker, I appreciate that he's not letting anybody. 
penetrate his shell. Like, let him dictate. Like, no one dictates what he does. Nah, bro. We don't do that around here. So, what Good he's stuff. doing is, if you pay attention to the league right now, the trend and how teams are being played is changing. It was small ball with a lot of shooters. We got that. But also, the next trend is double centers. A lot of teams have two centers or a power forward who could play as a center. Now, to go in, like who? Oh, well, well, let me. I'm sorry. Perfect example that trade Minnesota Timberwolves. So, Eddie might be onto something. Cleveland? No, no Cleveland. One, I didn't see that one coming with the Timberwolves. That was, that was crazy. Was, that was out of pocket. That was crazy. That was genius. But Cleveland got. Gobert is getting memed up crazy, though. Let me tell you. Bro, two times MVP. How many, how many defensive plays of the year? Four? I believe so. He has a Hall of Fame number of defensive players of the years, believe it or not. Bro, he is a legit Debo in the NBA right now. Like, nobody's telling him what to do. Yeah. He's getting the bag, and he's not letting you do he's anything. Already, he, he's already just, you know, asserted himself that, you know, at that level. Bro, his will is the greatest amongst a lot of these guys, defensively. Like, mm-hmm. If he doesn't want you to do it, he's not gonna. You can't. It. You can't really teach defense. You gotta. You gotta. To be a great defender, you gotta love it, because it's it's hard. You know what I mean. You gotta really dedicate yourself. Because I was yeah. I was a defender when I played, and it's hard being because you're always at a disadvantage when you're defending. Because when the guy with the ball always is gonna know where he's gonna go. You have to guess or at least kind of figure right. it out. Position yourself to block. Now that's of that doesn't sound fun at all. <laughs> so, but that's the so that's, a lot that's of, the most important part of the game. But, but a lot um, of guys just play it. People love it. That's exactly. But now, Cleveland got two big guys. You know, so, and there's a few other teams out there that do it. So Mobley's now, nice. Mobley's nice. We have three. And if you've been watching the training videos for Jericho Sims, I didn't know he could dribble the ball, bro. Oh, shit. He's Wait, hold dribbling on. from the top of the key coming down into the paint. It's a very good point. But we hold on to Mitch that. We see Mitch dribble. We see Mitch could do things, but he's been held back. So now that he's being paid $60 million, you can't hold him back anymore, Tibbs. You got you to gotta let that Pelican fly. You got to let him go. I agree. Agreed. <laughs> good Agreed. points. Good points. So, yeah, this is a, this is an average um, good sign-up. I mean, like, backup. We got rid of center. Got one back. One bet's better. He's going be, to be productive off the bench. And that's what's important. He's definitely playable. So he's going to be playing on like Neuron's Demo. Neuron's Demo, shout out to you, man. We only made the playoffs because of you. I'm jacking it. Yeah, that one year, bro. Like, he got snubbed for the all-defense team. He definitely did. Three he steals? Really did. No, no, he didn't average three steals. He almost like 2.6. He was the only that. player in the NBA to average a block and a steal per game, if I'm not mistaken. So that's a snub to me, and I've said that many times. But let's get back to what we were talking about. Yes, so the last signing for this. Was it the last signing? I believe so. I think Mitch came last, right? This was the, the last the extension? signing. Yes. Yes, yes. This was the last I signing. I love it. I want to keep it short and sweet. I love it. We have extended Mitchell Robinson for four years. $60 million. Big money, Mitch. Bro, he deserved it. Um, I'll keep it short and sweet. Um, He deserved it. It would have been a big loss if we let it go. Let him go for nothing. And and I'll say a fireable offense as well. Fireable. Yes, fireable offense. You don't let your draft picks who are developing right before your eyes just walk. But luckily, we have a smart person running the show in Leon Rose. So, so I'll keep it short. I love it. Eddie, what do you think? The genius of Leon Rose. It's back. Now, let's look at the numbers. Mitch, four years. Jalen Brunson, four, four years. years. Julius Randle, I think he has three years left. And now this summer, RJ's going to be extended for five. If he get, this is what I'm saying. So when's the last time we had like a core, like the Yankees, like a core team? At one like point like we, had, we got people we're extending on. But we're depending on. Depending on. Yes, both. Yeah, right. expen- extending, ex- extending and depending. Yep. Like the last time we had anything was Ewing, Mason, Oakley, and Starks. Then... Came Marbury, that was crazy. Um, you know, there was a lot. Like the last time we had a little core was, uh, if I'm right, it was Gallo, Nate Robinson, and David Lee, and and then Jamal Crawford. It was in and out, but those guys, those three guys were our core at the time. Now we got these guys locked in, locked in, locked. Like we haven't had that since the '90s. So pretty much within these four years, we're looking to make this run. Right. Four to five years we're looking to make this And the next two years, we're going to find out about Quickly and Obi, who's looking like 
at the end of last year, like Stockton Malone. I know I'm talking crazy, but it, it, that was looking sexy to me. I mean, not for nothing, bro. Agreed. Yeah, not for nothing, man. Agreed. I tell I tell a lot of people to just watch the ending of last season, man. Like, don't let the whole season speak for itself. Just watch how they finished. You you could you could definitely see the potential. Some, um, some people downplayed it because they said they played against um because teams were resting their players for the playoffs and other stuff like that. Bro, they'll never but get dude, a dude. I, I honestly don't care. Like, bro, we they made, showed us something, and, and I don't ignore what you show me. That's we, just me personally. We literally made all the right moves. We filled the point guard position, refilled the center position, resigned the dude, resigned the dude, and we were in the wrong the entire time in the eyes of the media. Think about that for a second. They wanted we, to trade for KD. Yeah, they wanted to trade for Kate. Jesus Christ, yo! They wanted this, us to this again. They wanted <laughs> us. They, yo, Eddie's shaking his hand. Someone, someone pass this guy the mic. He's going, going crazy right now. Can't. Yo, yo I'm done. Media, wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait. Perkins. Wait, wait. The New York media. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna lead you into this one, man. The New York media literally wanted, and I know Stephen A. Smith was backing this. He probably didn't say it. I know deep down he fucking believed it in his soul. That they wanted the Knicks. To sign KD, go. All right. Did you see the interview with Kendrick Perkins? No. Which one? The one about with him and Draymond, or was it with Draymond? Or what? It, it was. I don't know. Remember? What it I was. don't. I don't remember who it was, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Like he said something along the lines of, "We signed everybody too quick, and we should have waited to see if KD was available." Oh, okay. Right, so, yeah, so the whole thing was who was the best signings, who was the worst signings. Of course, he's the biggest Knicks fan in the world. He can't get the Knicks name out of his mouth. Just like half of the ES, just like most of the ESPN organization. I believe, I don't even believe it. I'm just going to say it jokingly. He probably wants to get drafted by the Knicks, even though he won a chip with the Celtics, always wanted to be a Knicks since he was a baby. And I mean, got, I, don't, I don't blame him, bro. Who would I mean? like, want to be in this? What's wrong with this guy? So they were talking about the best and the worst signings. And all of a sudden he goes, I want to talk about the New York Knicks. They got the worst signing because they signed Jalen Brunson, who was probably the best point guard available at the time, as we just discussed. And we didn't overpay. Right. As now, we just discussed. Right. Then the, the day before, now mind you, t- everybody made free agent signings. Every team signed like two or three players. Yeah. So it was like 65 players got signed. And all and all the Nets did just lose players. The Nets are a dumpster fire. Oh. If anybody wants to look up dumpster fire, our favorite word Yo, is the Nets. That's a man who truly watches this show. I love this show. I'm the first <laughs> like on every video. The fucking dumpster fire. Dumpster fire, bro. Stevie, wait, give me... Stevie, go ahead. That's your favorite word, bro. Go ahead. I hate that word, bro. But if you are going to describe a dumpster fire, still wouldn't say it's the Nets. I'd still say it's the Knicks with Fizdale. Now, don't be modest. This is more like... This isn't a dumpster fire. This is no time to be humble. This is more like a dumpster and like... It has gasoline in it, and it's just a dude standing there, like waiting to light the match, and he's waiting for somebody to give him permission. That's how I see so it. So Kyrie got to be traded. That wouldn't make it a dumpster fire. That would actually help them. So what would make it a dumpster fire if Steve Nash suited up? You know what's crazy? Believe it or not, them trading KD would give them so many assets. I bet it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be bad for the Nets. I, I've actually heard rumors they might actually win the playoffs without like KD. Imagine that. Imagine the Nets win the chip and they trade them to the Lakers and they don't make the playoffs anymore. <laughs> Listen, man. The, the, point, the, point, the point here is, ladies and gentlemen, is the Knicks have made all the right moves. As bad as, like, you, as bad as you, like, you know what I mean? Like, the Knicks have made the right moves. You know what I mean? There's no need to panic. Hold on, L. Before I lose the door, I'm going to go back to Kendrick Perkins. Okay. We, we didn't finish it. We're not, we're not finished. We're not finished with Kendrick. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> all the 65 guys got signed. Then he goes, the Knicks made the worst decision in, in free agency because they didn't even look at KD. Now, mind you, we've been planning. Leon Rose is a chess master, bro. He's been making moves strategically from two years ago, collecting second-round picks. Dumping salaries. And we got more picks from the draft. I'm trying to tell you. So then Kendrick Perkins goes, oh, well, they didn't even think about signing KD. That, if we didn't do it, nobody else did. Because it was 65 other guys that signed already. Why is he singling us out? 
because James Dolan is the greatest owner in the NBA. <laughs> I don't know about They hate him. They hate him. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but that was a stupid take because honestly, <laughs> bro, honestly speaking, everybody found out KD was available at the same exact time. So Hello? basically, he was saying basically the Knicks had to not sign nobody and be like, yo, what if KD gonna be available? Exactly. We should wait. <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. Bro, this is that. I can't some, stand this guy. Not for nothing. If y'all tuning in, if you tuning in right now, this is the most historical episode on the planet. This is probably the first time ever someone has ever said James Dolan is the best owner. You said it in the NBA, or you just like? I said the NBA. In the NBA. I said it. Oh my God, yo! And it was recorded. This is like the first time it's ever been recorded. The first time it's ever been said. This is historical shit right now. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm hyped. Man, it's, one of these, it's one of those episodes. Yo, I'm hyped because like if because the talking about it is putting it more into perspective for me. You know what I mean? Because at, at the time I was tight. I was extremely angry, like any Nick fan would be. You know what I mean? We always take shit right there and then. We don't even think about it. We just boom. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Like yes, <laughs> yes. So I'm gonna give y'all perspective. The key word for this whole episode is perspective. Perspective. Now, That's actually a life lesson for y'all. Gem listen, lesson. yes. But I'm gonna tell y'all, I am one of the worst craziest Knicks fans. I don't get emotional. I I am like a Cowboys fan. We gonna win Fuck you. every year. We gonna win every year. We were gonna run every year with Raymond Felton and J.R. Smith. I was all in. I am a diehard Knicks fan from We were pretty birth fucking close. Up until my, la- my last breath is gonna be Knicks. We were pretty fucking close with that team, bro. Nah, but honestly, if you look at I don't wanna go too off topic. Just throw it out there. Y'all can talk about this amongst yourselves. James Dolan throws money at his players. He wants to bring in all the talent. If you look at it, it's going to sound crazy. A lot of the greatest players of our time play for the Knicks. Granted, in their final days, maybe with one knee left, but they all came here. They didn't want, they won chips elsewhere and then played with us. Because and he it's, tried. It's he, all for the name. He got us Phil Jackson. Oh, he got us Carmelo. He got us Stephon Mob. He got a lot for us, man. It just didn't pan out. It wasn't our time, but it's coming. I uh, yeah, yeah, there's a point. There, there is points there. There's definitely points there. But yo, be happy, Nick fans. Yeah, you can't. Honestly speaking, he has a point. I don't agree with the whole best owner ever or whatever that he said. But um, but he's moving in the right direction. But you can't say he doesn't try to make the team better. Like he at he, least, especially in the last like two, two plus does, years. And he does what the fans say, dude. He he actually listens to the fans. We we bought Phil Jackson on board because that's what the fans wanted. The and best thing, honesty, the best thing James Dolan could have done was just pay the right guys to do the job and let them do it. Yeah, I agree. I don't remember the last time I heard James Dolan's voice in any news mouth. Actually, there's a viral video going around of him going to his car, and that's it. And everybody was asking him if he was going to sign Carmelo again. And then yeah, the Melo rumors are back. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, you, you don't want Melo back. <laughs> Bro, oh, look, bro, all I'm saying is... I can't. I'm trying to talk, but I, I know I'm not supposed to talk without a microphone, but you guys are crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro, all I'm saying that, is... That was the most authentic oh shit you were ever getting, like... Bro, all I'm saying is we do need a backup wing. I'm not going That's there, all I'm saying. I'm not going for nostalgia. I'm going for Ws. Bro, Melo off the bench would not be bad. He's not the same. He's not the old, immature mellow we had just, back in the day. Sentimental stuff just doesn't work for the Knicks, bro. I'm telling you. No, no, it's not. It's not about sentimental. It's about ball, bro. You don't think. T- and not for nothing. Remember, at one point, we were rumored to trade him to the Bulls. Guess who he wanted to play with? Had he been traded to the Bulls? Tom Thibodeau. And Derrick Rose. True. And who's on our team? Tom but Thibodeau and Derrick Rose. What did he do in L.A.? I mean, we can blame a lot of people for that one. You can't blame Melo. But he's not making his shots like he used to. Well, that's he's why not. he's coming off the bench. It's his legs, but he don't got the legs under him. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why he's coming off the bench. You don't think of Melo, a bench Melo, getting he? I wouldn't give Melo more than 20 minutes. Bruh, I'm not honestly take, speaking. I'm not taking away from Cam Reddish or Quick, Quickly's minutes for Melo. Not this time. But it's not a guarantee Cam Reddish is going to be here. Right, but I, not a guarantee Melo's going to play either. He's like... Robert Parrish in his 50th year right now. I can't give it to him. Yeah, bro. We would be doing the same thing we've always been doing. Hiring 
over. We probably wouldn't overpay him this time, but we're just, not at all. We're pretty that's much why, getting. That, that's why it's. A, I think it would be a good move. I don't say. I'm not saying we have to do it. It's the no end all be all of. But if it happened, you would. And Melo's gonna cross bring us over the stratosphere. But I, I wouldn't be bad if we signed him. Yeah, nah. I would. Those are those are one of those moments I'd wake up like WTF. I'm not gonna lie. I can't agree. That's just me though. This is my opinion. That's fine. But um, okay. So free agency. Clap it up, free agency, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. The Knicks have made all the right decisions, in my opinion. I consider this uh, 2020, was it 2023, 2022? Or 2022, 2023? Yeah, coming free up. Free agency, I commend the a W. Do you agree? Agreed. 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 Okay. Um, Next up on this list, Stevie, what is it? Ah, summer league's coming up. Summertime, summer, summer, summertime. You it's getting pretty know. hot. It's a hot, yeah, it's a hot summer. It's a very, very hot summer. It's getting steamy. I don't know where you guys from. I don't know. Maybe it's cooler where you're from right now because we do have people like around the world. So they're probably mad as hell right now. Like, what did you say? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but it is what it is, man. Yo, um, Summer League. Um, We have drafted, like we said in the, damn, I smacked my leg dumb hard there. Um, We have drafted, was Jordan Keel? His name Jordan? Nah. What's his name? Um, I totally forgot. Hold on, I will get it up. But while I'm gonna call I, him Keel. I know his I know his last name is Keel. While we while we look for that, just want to read out the schedule. We're playing Golden State, the Bulls, Portland Trailblazers, and Orlando Magic. Uh, Golden State we play Friday, July eighth. Chicago, July tenth. Sunday, Monday, Portland, and Thursday, July fourteenth. Orlando. Oh wow! So we get a good look at Shaden Sharp and the number one pick. Um, how you say his name? Pablo Manchero. That guy. Pablo. <laughs> Pablo. Shout out to Pablo. Pablo. Um, yeah, so we got Keel, defensive monster. He's actually like literally Brunson built. They're they're kind of the same build. Small but Aki. But he's actually not small. Trevor Trevor, Trevor Keels. Trevor Keels. Wait, Trevor Keels. Six four? Um, hold on, let me get him He's, up. I apologize. Brunson, I, I what, apologize. Six feet? I'm not on it right now at this moment. Brunson is six feet, I'd say, right? Just about. Brunson is six one. That six I one. Know. I think he was six four. So now we got size because six four is actually a true guard. Like, that's a, you know, that's the average height. Hey, he can run the two. And then not only that, we can stack on the weight. We got a lot of big guys on our team. RJ, he's a fucking dang. I don't like his. I don't like his form though. Who? Trevor Keels. He, no, no, he's, he, he he's, shoots at the rim, like it, and it goes in from time to time. So I'll give him that. Like it goes in for him, but it's concerning. Like as but far he's as, as far super, as the shot goes. he's super aggressive, and and that means everything on the court. And he's not that good of a defense. He's what you know what he is, bro. That's what he's, he's known one for. Of those, no, no, but he's one of those guys that he's not a good defender, but people think he he's a good defender because the effort is there, which is great. Which means he could develop into one. So Here's, yeah, I, I'm all for him, and, I was, and I'm curious to see him in the summer league. Not for nothing. I want to see that. I want to see Deuce go crazy. Um, another thing I want to see, the main thing I want to see in the summer league. This is my number one thing: is Quentin Grimes. Because remember my hot take: I said he would be the starting shooting guard on day one of, of, of the day one of the league when the Knicks play the first game of the season. You want to put money on it? Uh, how much do you want to put? I'll put a dollar. Dollar bet. Right here first, Nick fans. Dollar bet. Dollar Episode bet. 69, Quinn we'll Grimes will be the starting shooting guard. Um, we'll shake on it. Bet. Um, Eddie, what do you want to see in the Summer League? Just out of curiosity. So, I'm looking at the trio of McBride, Montero, and Grimes. They can all score. Of course, we know Deuce and Grimes can play hella defense. And Montero and is now looking... Kill. Well, kill, yes, but I don't know too much about him. And that that guy Montero, the Dominican we signed from the Exhibit Ten League, I was watching highlights of him the other day. My little two-year-old baby was stunned. She was looking at the TV like, "Wow!" Barely knowing what's happening, and we were both sitting there watching this guy going to the going to the hole like Allen Iverson, bro. Skinny but explosive. He could jump, very creative, but he could also pass. So between three, these three guys, a lot of passing, a lot of shooting, and a lot of highlights. That's dope. Not yet. So I can't wait. Yeah, me neither. So um, my take on it, I I, I really like the signing we got. Kiel. He's I don't know if he's a steal like everybody else says, but the thing with Kiel is the game plan with him is we got him early. He's 18 years old. 
So yeah, he could, he's, as I said, he could develop. His defense is good enough to where Thibodeau is like, okay, if we get him in, if we get him now, by the time, because they people are saying if he would have stood until his junior year or sophomore year, he would have went top ten in, in that draft class. Oh wow! Yeah. So since we got him now. We could develop him earlier. Throw that you know boy what I in mean? the G League. You know what I mean. So he's one of those guys where, like, we he might not, he might actually crack the roster. Not for nothing. Don't be surprised. I don't know where he might fit. I but think he has a shot. I he think does. He, bro, he has he, a shot. He's a Thibodeau guy, man. He's he has the he has the size. As he, has I, the, he has the weight. He has he's long arm. He's long. He's linky. As I said, he needs um development as the far as defense almost, goes. But the motor's there, and that's a Tibbs thing. Tibbs likes that. He averages a steal. A steal and almost almost two steals. So I'm going to throw something else out there that I heard earlier. I was watching an MSG interview with John Wallace. I like when that guy talks. He brings a lot of good information to the table. I didn't know Rick Brunson coached with Tibbs before in Chicago and Minnesota. And he does player development. Interesting. Right. So he's coming in this year. And now we also got... R.J. Barrett, who's another dookie. And that's thanks to who, though? James Dolan. Trying to tell you. The genius of Leon. I'm blaming all on Leon Rose because Dolan right now is not making any decisions. So all Leon Rose right now. That's chess also true. Master. Chess. But we got more player development help in here. Because but- Tibbs, we know Tibbs lacks that. That's, you know, the Knicks are learning. This is good things to see. You know what I mean? Yes. They're learning from their mistakes. This is the best thing we could see right now. Please continue. Now, if we recall, um, after Chicago... Tibbs took a little bit of a break, right? And he was going around the league learning. And then he came back to Minnesota. And then, or was it after Minnesota? Because I think he took Minnesota to the playoffs. Right, but I think he took a break after Chicago. Or was it to take a break after Minnesota? I'm not sure. I think he took a break both times, if I'm not mistaken. It wasn't a long one. I know that. At least at least not after Minnesota, it wasn't. Because we signed him, like, literally the next, the following year he left. Right, so it was after Chicago where he took, like, Maybe a couple years, maybe three years hiatus to literally go around and learn from other coaches the new way of playing ball. Like, he, that's why I appreciate that, man. He took the time to stop doing his profession and kind of upgrade his skills. And he is the upgrade. So the fact that he's doing that, and he's bringing his staff with him. You know, he, um, I think Brunson, the f- father Brunson, is going to also be a great addition to the coaching staff. Because we lost uh, Kenny Payne, right? Um, to the head uh, assistant coach position, I, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Or, or so, head coach position. I but think. he was player development. So we got another player developer in here. And then um, I think Keels being from Duke, you know, RJ. A lot of Duke blood right now. Yeah. I mean, a lot of Kentucky. But we got two Duke guys now. And I think RJ is going to push him to become what we need him to be. Because RJ is getting better. Uh, I'm going to go according to the NBA calendar year. Like, every six months. Like, every All-Star break, he's another person. Do you see so, All-Star this year? I would like to. I think he gets snubbed. I agree. I, I said think, that. I, I said think, that before. I think he does All-Star performance, but it gets snubbed. I don't think he's going to make it. But not because he's not good enough. My prediction is he makes it the year after. And he gets motivated by the snub. Again. Because he got shit. snubbed last year for something, I think. What did he get snubbed for? I forgot. He did. Got snubbed for something. Um, was it rookie of the year? It was the twenty-five under twenty-five. Yes, yeah. Zion was on yes, that we list. We talked about it. We talked about it. And he didn't even play. Um, but just to correct from earlier, Tibbs took a one-year break after leaving Chicago. Well, we're headed to Minnesota. Yes, took a one-year break and a two-year break before coming to New York. Just to throw it out there. Also, oh, he took the longer one coming to us. Okay. Cool, but he, yeah, man. So he thought, Tib- that, he thought it through. So Tibbs, he's, <laughs> he's evolving, man. He's learning just like just like the players have their kinks. The coaches are the same way, man. They, he's having his kinks. The fact that he's open minded enough to learn, you know what I mean. And the, and the, if you listen to all the guys talk about Tibbs, they love Tibbs. You know what I mean? Yeah, I and haven't heard any complaints. This is actually the best case scenario for Tibbs because he people say he likes to run players in the guy. Into the, gra- into the ground. Into the ground. Yeah, I, don't, I just fucking got brain <laughs> tongue tied there for a second. He runs players in the ground. So what they did, they gave him kids. Kids are pretty much rubber. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, I, I, didn't, I never looked at it that way. You know what I mean? He was running. He was, he was running all these older guys into the dirt because they were already. You know, they had their years. They had their experiences. They 
his coaching style wasn't meant for them because they already had their ends. You know what I mean? They already knew what their. He's kind of a guy that like he just he he could build through younger players more. I think I don't think people see it that way, and I, I kind of look at it that way. I, I don't know if that may be the case, but I would like for him to go in that direction. You know what I mean? I always say when people say he can't develop players, look at Jimmy Butler. Remember, dude, Jimmy Butler didn't come in an NBA superstar. And who does Jimmy Butler credit for helping his game the most? Tom Thibodeau. Yeah. Yeah, but he also had, um, like, the Bulls team. Yeah. They were all young players. Luau Dang, Derrick Rose, Joe Kim Noah. Noah. Yeah. The Bulls, like, his best team, they were all young I, players. I think the oldest player on that team was Kurt Heinrich, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Like, he didn't develop him is what was my point. Oh, yeah. No, he had no... There was no say in that. He just did what he did. So, was his oldest team Minnesota? That was a pretty young team. It wasn't that old. Would you say it's his oldest? I... Would you assume so? Because he only maybe. coached for two teams. or Well, three now, but two before. Right? Yeah. Um. I don't know. I would say the Bulls might have been older. It's possible. Because, remember, they he did have Towns. And Towns is a young cat. Right, as a head, we're talking just head coach because he coached a lot of assistants or with the Knicks, assistants with the Knicks and the Celtics. Yes, he's I the, didn't know that until early. He was a while the, ago. He's actually the reason why the Celtics won the chip. His his defense. Yeah, and I know that too recently. I actually heard he he's one of the few people that came up with a plan to actually stop Kobe. Like I believe he, it. he came up with a plan. Like like they didn't know what to do, so they went to him for it. Like yo, how do we you know like how do we stop this guy? And I mean, we didn't stop him. Slowed him down, maybe. Right. <laughs> but, that, you know, who are we talking about? You know what I mean? The fact that you're able to slow him down, though. You know what I mean? And the fact that they went to him for it. You know what I mean? Like, yo, yeah. how do we stop? Like, they went to him because that was his best shot. You know? And if I'm right, he started coaching. In, well, did he start coaching with us as an assistant? I believe so. I believe he started with the Knicks. So, this is this right now? Actually, no. We started with. Oh, Wow. Shocking, Minnesota. He was oh, an assistant. Wow. He was an assistant. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't know Full that. circle. He was an assistant with Minnesota, um, for two years with the Spurs for another two years with Philly for two years and then with the Knicks one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years with Van, the Van Gundy, the Van Gundy, and <coughs> the not so good years in the 2000s. Where we had a few coaches, I would have to look at who the coach was. Bro, we honest. had some of the greatest coaches of all time. <laughs> Larry Brown, um, the what was the guy that coached the Hawks? Um, Lenny Wilkins. Lenny Wilkins. Isaiah Lenny, Thomas. Yeah, we fired Lenny Wilkins too fast. Oh he had God. a good. He had a good half year where we made the playoffs, and then after not making the playoffs the next year, they fired him. Pretty much, they gave him. They gave Mike Woodson the Lenny Wilkins treatment, and Don Nelson too, right? Yeah, but Don Nelson lasted half a year and tried to make Anthony Mason the point forward, and that didn't work. That was only half a year. Yeah, and that's when Van Gundy wow. took over. That was, bad. and the rest was history. <coughs> Who was the guy Marbury was fighting with? I don't remember. Larry Brown. Oh yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I blame Larry Brown for that. But um, LJ, you didn't tell us what do you want to see in the summer league? Uh, I actually did, but oh, you did. My bad. <laughs> I'll say it again. I don't remember because we kind of got sidetracked <laughs> talking t- talking about Thibodeau. I said I'll say it again. So um, my my look my right bad, now, y'all. now you good. My, my look right now is is Trevor Q. I like Trevor Q. You did say that. My bad. Yeah, yeah sorry, Trevor Q is, uh, is is my this in the my doors hook. No, it's good. <laughs> is the is the doors the dark horse right now? Um, I'm not. He's probably not going to do much, but for somebody to come out of you know 18 years old, you know they got you got to have something. You know what I mean? No, you you won't just get drafted at 18. So, something to look forward to. You know what I mean? I already because I already know what everybody else brings. You know, I want to see us go four and zero. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. see us go four and zero. Oh. Let's win it. I think there's Crush more the games. Shit. I think there's more games, but they only showed like let's four just go games, undefeated. Four games. Let's go and fuck it. Let's just win undefeated. Yeah, let's win it all. Let's make a statement. Yeah, but I'll give it starting like, in the summer league. We I'll make give a it. Statement. I'll give it year two though to make it the statement year. Back to back. What if we went back to back championships? Summer league. Oh, summer league. I was about to. I was gonna, <laughs> He's about to lose it. I don't want to, <laughs> to lose my mind. Shit, bro. I was like, yo. Back to, back to back summer league champions. I'm calling it. But um. So okay, yeah. with with the, with the signings, with the trade. 
where do you see us finishing? Uh, in standings. Where do you see us finish in standings? Bro, it is go. I'm going to say this, bro. It is going to be tough, bro. Because we have to climb a lot of teams. Um, looking at it now, I got the standings up from last year. Because remember, we got the BS playing tournament. I hate that idea. But it's there, so we have to deal with it. Um, bro, the Warriors won from that shit. No, they didn't. They were in the play-in, right? No, no they were the they number weren't. one seed. I think they were the number one seed. Yeah, they were just that. It was so. It was quietly good. But <laughs> I'll tell you right now, as a matter of fact, actually they were number three seed. But anyway, um, we were eleventh last year at thirty-seven and forty-five. We'll start with number one: the Heat, the Celtics, the Bucks, the Sixers, the Raptors, the Bulls, the Nets, the Hawks, the Cavs, the Hornets. Okay. I'll throw it out there. Depending on what happens with um, Miles Bridges, it's possible we could climb over the Hornets. Let's start with that. Um, His contract has already been revoked. Oh, no. He was going to be a free agent either way. He messed up. He was about yeah. to get the bag and he messed up. Okay. So, all right. He got in his field and made a bad decision. Bro. Yes. So, right there, we're at, we climbed to 10. Definitely climb the nets if they lose KD. I was just going to say, you got to see where these guys, if they go and where they go. That could change the landscape on the East Coast or the West Coast. You're talking about KD? KD and Kyrie, yes. Copy, okay. All right, but for now, all right, we would climb the nets if they lose KD. So we'd go from 11 to 9, no, to 11, 10, and 9. We're not climbing the Cavs next year. I don't see it. Maybe the Hawks. Cause we, I can see us beating the Hawks for some reason. It's gonna be hard with Dehuante Murray, but I think we could counter the Hawks with an offensive backcourt. Yes. Now, also, they got rid of one of their main shooters. Was it Hoarder? They got rid yeah. of that guy. Yeah, yeah. That's a big. I forgot where he went, but yes, they did get rid of him. Yeah, they got rid of him. I don't know where he went though. And Hartenstein could help us compete with the Cavs. Remember the the two center deal. Like, we, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of things happening right now. We don't know how it's going to play out, but the possibilities are all there. That's dope. Did you mention, did you mention the Cavaliers? Yeah, I, I don't see us climbing, though. I don't see it either. I, I think, I think at this point, um, their younger players are more developed than ours, and Garland is just a beast, bro. Like, that guy is, that guy is good. So, yeah, looking at this list, I say we finish... From what I see, I see, I see us in the play-in. I say nine, yeah. I can see us going to nine from Mid, eleven to pushing nine. Pushing eight, pushing eight, pushing towards eight. Yeah, because I don't think the Hawks are that. I like Murray. Don't get it twisted. That was a great addition, by the way. Um, but I think we could compete with the Hawks. But I honestly do. Here's what I like about this. And not being a Knicks fan, I'm honestly, I really do think we could compete with them. Here's what I, here's what I'm liking about this. But not only do we have regular season players now. We're actually going into the playoffs with people with playoff experience now. Yeah. And especially a point guard at that. But a killer. Like, this dude killed. He's a sniper. Because our first year, the first time we made the playoffs with the, with the rookies and quickly and topping, they were kids. You know what I mean? They were just playing. That's why they were doing so good. They just, you know, they were just off-leash doing whatever. But also... No they, guidance. They were relying on Julius Randle. They had... They were like deer that in too, headlights. Yeah. Nobody's relying on anybody now. Like... Quickly came. Everybody came to their own, and then this is the year where Barris said, "You know what? Give me those keys, bro. I got this." Took charge. Remember, we were we were tanking, and then when he made that switch, is when we started winning more games. Again, after the All Star break, RJ Barrett came out of his cocoon, another human being. Like, he needed some unreal. time. Man. Yeah, it's unreal. He just he just decided. I think I think I read something. He told his trainer. You know what? I'm just gonna take over now, and he just did it. <laughs> My man just—he was like, he "You just, know what? It's time." <laughs> yeah, like I'm gonna do this now. I'm—I need to get this contract. Yeah, extension years. Yeah, extension years be big, man. And if I was a gambling man, in all honesty, I would say my over/under for the Knicks next season would be ninth seed. And that's a pretty good. I, I'll say, you know what? You know what? Screw it. I'm gonna do some Knicks fan shit. Eighth seed. Even though it's still the play-in, so it really doesn't make a difference. But yeah, is it? It's yeah, the seventh, eighth, the ninth, and tenth seed to okay. play-in. 
I still think that's some participation trophy shit. That's just my opinion. <laughs> Whatever. We got it. That's funny. That's like the old school mentality, though. I mean, bro, like... Because nowadays, it's like everybody's a winner. Yeah, bro. Back like, then, it's like you, if you, you didn't suck. Make, if you didn't make the eighth seed, you just didn't make it. You That's suck. It. You know what Stevie said? You suck. No, you, didn't, you didn't make it. Yeah, you didn't make it. <laughs> but I, I'm, I kind of agree. But also, what we have today is a better league overall. Like at one point in time, you could have like a whole division on the East and a whole division on the West of crappy teams. You don't have that anymore. Everybody's like, competing. Everybody's competing, bro. And if you look at those, those division teams, sometimes there's a half a game between 7 and 11. Or they will all have the same record. So I think it's kind of it's kind of fits today's NBA. Where it, it, before, if you were uh, AFC, you were locked in, you could still get bumped. Like, you know what I'm saying? You might not even get in. So it... it Today's different, and it, it, I think it works, personally. I guess. My thing is, like, I still say if you didn't make it, you didn't make it. Now, like you said, with the whole, if it's a tie, then that's different. You have no choice. You know what I mean? Like, if there's a four-way tie, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th seed, yeah, dude. That's probably what's going to happen. You have to have a playoff. Again. You know what I mean? That's 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 the only way. But like I said, it's there. I just got to deal with it and get off my bitter shit. (laughs) So, are, are we in good hands? I would say so. We're headed in a good direction. Absolutely. Okay, so um, at this point, man, we could just wait for summer league and wait for the actual season to start. To be honest. Yeah, but a bad thing happened too. We got oh some, yes. we got some bad news today. Some tampering. That's some bullshit, though. Everybody tampers in the NBA. Do you think they went a little too hard for Brunson though? Because they they pull up to his games like 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 a high school scout. Like I don't know. I, mean, I, they, I think they went too hard. You could have just watched this. You know, they have, we have film. Well, yeah, but I wouldn't call it tampering, dude. Like, um, you know what it is? I think I, Mar- I think Mark Cuban is just absolutely tight because they didn't even get a chance to, like sit down and talk like business. He probably still mad about losing DeAndre Jordan because there was I don't know if you remember, but a few years back when DeAndre Jordan was still in his I'll say in his prime while it was still good DeAndre Jordan, he had supposedly signed with Mavericks. Or at least gave him a verbal, you know, a verbal commitment and said, I'm going to sign with y'all. And Mark Cuban, I think Mark Cuban or somebody went to his house and he ended up signing with, re-signing with the Clippers, basically. So basically he lied to Mark Cuban. It's, maybe he has PTSD from that. And look that up. That did happen. Yeah, I remember that. a few that. years back. I remember that. I might have the details wrong, but to get the this, this story, long story short... He was supposed to sign with the Mavericks. He signed with the Clippers. The Cuban was tight. Man, I, I actually remember because it was Chris Paul, um, Blake Griffin, and somebody else went to uh, DeAndre Jordan's house. That's what happened. Okay, okay, okay. That's and they what convinced him, like, nah, I did that. Let's go on another run. And he did it. I, I That's commend what happened. him for okay. that. Like, sometimes the money ain't everything. You got to go with your family. Try to make it work. Yeah, Mark Cuban got PTSD from that, so I think that's my that might be what's going on. How? No, for LJ, go ahead. I'm just agreeing with you, man. Like I, 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 I think we just we just swooped under his feet. Um, do I think it's tampering though? I mean, it's it's pretty obvious they were talking to him behind closed doors. I mean, it's not because. All right, let's let's look at the whole year. Let's look at day one of Leon Rose. He doesn't say anything to anybody. All this stuff was media speculation. That's true. You don't get a report from the Knicks until after the move is done. All right? Now, I'm sorry. So, I'm going to need proof. This is, this is what I'm hearing. I'm, I'm going to need so proof. Show the proof. I want Mark Cuban tampering. They came to the basketball game. Okay. And? Yeah, watching the game. <laughs> I'm, watch, I'm <laughs> watching the game. Not after nothing. Julius Randle is from Dallas. Just throwing that out there. That's true. And then again, you never really know anybody's true intentions without proof. You know what I mean? So you can't. I haven't seen proof. I haven't seen. I haven't seen any statements. I haven't seen any pictures. I haven't seen any videos. I don't see. I don't see no proof. NBA. I'm. I'm not agreeing with this. So our our great American media, all they could say was, "Well, Worldwide West went to the game. Like, so did <laughs> okay. ten thousand other people. Like, why does that even matter? There's no 
Show me the text message. Show me the some. Show me anything. Oh, and best email, believe, best believe we're something. getting meme for that. Best believe we've been getting meme for that all fucking morning. The day it happened, I've been reading some very interesting comments. It's just at this point, it's just fun to make fun of the Knicks at this point. You know what I mean? It's I mean, just, yo, like it's like a, it's like we're the punching bag, but that's fine, man. We could take the hits, and then when we we hit back, it's not gonna fucking feel good at all. Facts. At this it's point, I'm just waiting it. to see what the penalty might be. Should we get? Gotta, should we get bagged for this? You know, they gotta pay ten mil, I think. Nah, well, all right. Like you know what? I guess this gives me a chance to do it this week in Knicks history. Oh shit! Yeah, because something like this happened, kind of, and the Knicks were involved. And I'm, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring back a memory for you, Eddie. Remember back in the '90s when Pat Riley first left? I mean, I say first left when he left the Knicks. When he resigned. Okay, I'll refresh your memory. Um, Pat Riley resigned from the Knicks. Um, went to the Miami Heat. After he went to the Miami Heat, it came out that the Heat tampered with Pat Riley to get him over there. So the penalty for that was um, they had to forfeit three draft picks to the New York Knicks, which turned out to be John Wallace, Walter McCarty, and Dante Jones. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but, we did nothing with it. Yeah. But- but I mean, John Wallace is an John Wallace is a good analyst, though. Yes. I'll give him that. No disrespect, gentlemen. No disrespect. Yeah, John Wallace should have been better, man. You killed in Syracuse. But anyway, um, yeah, that happened. They had to forfeit the picks. So, being that we tampered with him, I mean, excuse me, why did I say him? Being that we tampered, supposedly, quote unquote, tampered with Jalen Brunson, I would guess we may have to forfeit picks, and this might hurt. It might hurt, depending on how many picks. Well, I, mean, I, I know we have 11 first, 11 second, but we're not going to use all those picks on young players, so it may hurt us should we make a future potential deal. But again, I want to see the Carfax. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I want to see the proof. I want to see something. That's good. That's good. So, there I st- again, when I was in preparing for my first podcast appearance, thank you again, gentlemen. I really appreciate it. I, I saw something about the tampering, and someone got bagged for tampering, I think, like two years ago. I don't remember who it was, but their penalty was uh, a second-round pick. Oh, no, that's nothing if that's I, the case. Go ahead. There you go. Go ahead. But I think, I think it's a bigger deal for Pat Riley because he became... The coach president. Yeah, they, they gave him full power. Okay, that does you make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's okay. bigger okay. influence. We got Jalen Brunson. I mean, he's a great, he's a great point guard, or really good. He who he should be great with the Knicks, but he's not gonna have the influence a Pat Riley would have on an organization. True. So I don't think it's gonna be that deep for us. But if they got proof, but he will get the job done. So that's all that matters right now is if he gets the job done. I'll forfeit that second round pick. It's fine, man. Mark Cuban. You have ten more. You sore, <laughs> yeah, you fucking sore loser. Luca's next. I imagine. Luka to the Knicks. Bro, that'll give Mike a heart attack. He would have to become a Knicks fan. He has no choice. He would never. Um, Technically, he is a Knicks fan because half the Mavericks have the are Knicks. Knicks. I, I, I agree. He's actually a LeBron fan. It's like the worst of the worst. He's not even like a, a T. He likes the Mavericks, but he's a LeBron fan. That doesn't make any that That sentence doesn't make any sense. Whatever. It's Mike. <laughs> Pick something, bro. Do something with your life. Um, Cry about it. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I guess we all agree that the tampering charges at BS. the moment are BS. I need proof, let's man. Let's see what comes of it. I need proof. You can't just alligate, man. Let's see what comes of it. What kind of world is that where you just get crucified for something and you know you don't even know if we did or not? I ain't see no proof. Everyone is just accepting it too. That's the craziest part. Like, what do you mean? So again, I, in preparation for today's monumentous occasion. I uh, I read about the NBA tampering and it's literally so Magic Johnson got tagged for tampering when he said on Jimmy Kimmel, "Yeah, I shook Paul George's hand and winked." He got bagged fifty grand for tampering. He didn't even go to the Lakers though. No, but he was trying. Tampering is not necessarily because I signed you. It's I'm trying to influence your decision. So it could be because of the basketball game. That could be that could be what it is. Bro, it's a playoff game. I mean, again, if they didn't go to him and say something directly to him, if they were just sitting there watching him, I guess it shows an interest. 
But I don't know. I mean, there had to have been other guys there. They yeah. weren't the only Bro, guys yeah. there. They were the, he wasn't the only player in the audience. Come on, man. You know, ex-Maverick players, ex-Jazz players, their college teammates. Come on, no, man. William that that happens. Well, wait. The key words, though. West. Where are West? They said him. The key words is X. No longer playable. Right, but tampering. But Julius Randle wasn't in the playoffs, man. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you good? <laughs> but the the tampering usually comes out when another owner complains. So you know, uh, what's his name? Mark Cuban, super rich, super we swiped entitled. Them. We swipe Brunson because they were gonna pay more. They're gonna absolutely pay more. They were gonna max him probably. I don't know if they were. Yeah. I don't. I think I don't they wanted they, to sit down. They wanted to do a deal. But I don't think they could afford to give him extra money. But he they, might he might want to pay for they it. Were gonna, they were going to. They were going to, but you know, he was for still sure. the the one advantage we have. And then we're the New York Knicks. That's why. Right. He, he's a legacy. This is a legacy team, bro. His father played here, and we got his pops. And I think Leon Rose was his first uh, agent. And his dad's a coach right? here, so why wouldn't he want to come? A, well, I don't think that has anything to do with it. Remember, that's why I brought up earlier. He coached with Tibbs before, so one, I don't think one decision had to do with the other, but. He's a starter here. He's not a starter over there. He's playing behind Luca. So no matter what you do, you're going to get overshadowed. He wants a spot. He could come here and make a real name for himself, which I think he has the possibility to do. To make a big name and big lights. I agree. I believe he has that attitude. He has the knit, the grit. Fearless guy. At least that's from what I've seen. He likes the challenge. He steps up to the plate. Does it back down. He, he's had, he's been into the he's been in big moments since college. He's a back to back champion in Villanova. And like you said, we got him at his peak, so he's he's only going up from last year. Yeah, bro, we got him. At least I hope we so. got him at the right time. Again, all allegations until we actually see what we see. I mean, well, <laughs> hey, if, I got I got to keep it a buck. I got to keep it a buck. If the allegations are true, we still got him regardless. Got to keep. It's not that they're gonna give him back. Like, all right, yo, yeah, yeah, tampered. He's going back to the Mavericks. That's not happening. Give him the cash and the picks. Hopefully, we got, we got. Hopefully, it's not a first round pick. If it's true, remember, speculation. I need proof. But yo, that concludes episode sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> you got like beavis and butt. Uh, yeah, uh, I still haven't seen the new one. I can't wait to see it. There's a movie. Yeah. Are you talking about the movie? Yeah. There's a yeah. New movie. We out. I'm down. Nah, dude, it's on TV. Oh, it's on TV. Yeah. Hey. You get on. Fire stick. Okay, yo. And hey, um, yo, big shout out to our special guest, Eddie, man. Yeah, man. Great having you, bro. Yo, I, I, this was fun. This was my first podcast. It was a great time. And uh, we always talk Knicks, but we got one on the record now, fellas. Yeah. We immortalized it. This is what we do. This is what we do every day. We are Knicks Nation. Yes. We are Knicks Anonymous. We are the people's oh, voice. Hey, wait, wait. Let him, let him say it. Let hey, him say for the, it. For the record, he'll be back. Just to throw that out there. Let him say it. Let him say the slogan. We are the people's voice. And we are and we are nothing without the people. Yeah. You already know how we do out here, man. Okay, so the next anonymous at the end of every episode, you already know what we do. We dab it up. So we're gonna dab it up this way, we dab it up that way, I dab it up this way, and we dab it up all over the place. Yo, shout out to the next anonymous family. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you for staying strong. We're definitely going to talk about Summer League next weekend. Definitely going to talk about Summer League next weekend. Um, follow us on IG like we always say. Um, we love you guys. Let's go next. Yeah, yeah.